0: This is the Steve Zabin Show. You don't know what the hell you're doing! On the Team 980 and the team 980com What
1: the hell is he doing? Here he is, the Zabe. Frank Kellyendo is a treasure. He really is. When he leans into impressions, it's really good. Especially when there's a little bit of wardrobe, a little bit of makeup. And when you get the visuals to go with it, now this clip won't translate as well if you don't see it. Uh, If you haven't seen it, I do believe I retweeted with a comment, so you can check it out on my Twitter timeline. Uh, But it's all over the place. This is uh, Caliendo doing coaches' impressions when it comes to the NFL schedule release. He's in his Andy Andy Reid getup with his chief stuff, and Andy Reid says nothing. He just holds up a Patrick Mahomes jersey with a confident sort of nod and a grin like hey we're not worried we got Patrick Mahomes there's an Adam Gase impression that is purely visual with the bug eyes the nystagmus is I believe the condition where you got the google eyes going all around that you almost think is borderline unfair or wrong to make fun of him for that but who can forget that press conference when he was with the Jets so yeah and uh Gase is still with the Dolphins right check's notes he's still
0: with still with the Jets Brian Flores is with the Dolphins
1: oh my bad yeah he's with the Jets and uh but Gase was with the Dolphins then went to the Jets and this is going to be a, a make or break year for him right either they win I mean especially with the Patriots looking like yeah we're gonna go with Stid uh Belichick calls him Stid old Jared Stidham we Stid. For the first time in years, there is sunshine for the rest of the hapless little sisters of the AFC East poor. Think about that. They have endured a 20-year monsoon, a reign of terror of the Patriots of Belichick and Brady, and they finally this year have a shot. Can you imagine if the Patriots win the division again? Can you just think of all three teams going? God, what are we doing? This was a year, Buffalo. You didn't think you could win it? Hey, Jets, what are you doing? This was the year. We'll see. Here's uh Frank Kellyendo on a, a variety of coaches. Who was that? Andy Reid. Whatever. Mahomes.
0: Let's see what do we have here. Gruden.
1: Gruden with his uh, reader glasses is great. He's looking at the schedule. A really win, big ring.
0: win, win, win. I don't give a rat's f who we're playing doesn't matter. <laughs> his
1: Bruce Arians is good because the red cap and the glasses, and what he's got Bruce Arians' cocky cadence down. He's got the bourbon as or well.
0: Win, wear, just bring them to us. We go to them, do whatever f- we got to do to just <laughs> knock their blocks f- off. Well, we pretty much play everybody exactly the same way, so preparation doesn't matter. Check. you guys want me to memorize the schedule
1: for all 32 teams this is sean mcvay i've never seen him do this one before it's great done <laughs> he just he just looks at the sheet of paper you want me to memorize the all the the games done because he's a you know mental genius or what are they 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 call it a mnemonic g ge- is it what is it Photographic memory, whatever. McVeigh wowed everybody with remembering specific plays from games years ago as offensive coordinator and rattling off. Uh, let's see, uh, third and eight at uh, the 32. We ran a jet sweep option, and we dumped it off to the back for 16 yards and a first down. Holy crap.
0: Rise of schedule for all 32 teams.
1: Done. <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. Jerry Jones, oh, so good—the sport coat, the unbuttoned dress shirt, the hair sort of tussled, leaning back in a big chair. I have been. By the way, the whole the whole thinking about it in the shower—that was a real Jerry quote. Remember, that's where he got it from. He's not just making it up. Jerry said at some point in the last couple months, "I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower." Done. I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. I have been. Adam Gase. <laughs> staring. Just staring. Like a bug. Win. Win. buy,
0: <laughs> Win. 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 Belichick. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take them down and, and knock their <laughs> locks off.
1: serious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> win. Win.
1: Win. 16 and oh man. We're to lose, we booze, baby. (laughs) Are Are we done? We're to lose, we booze. Absolutely brilliant. Well done, Frank Caliendo. All right. I'm going to give you the stat of the day, and then I'm going to tell you, well, let me set it up this way. First, let me give you this little nugget from Michelle Roberts of the NBA Players Association. Roberts does not have a good answer for a scenario in which a player simply doesn't feel safe returning. Quote, that's the million-dollar question, she said. I've got to confront that. It's an issue employers everywhere are going to have to confront because I guarantee there's going to be at least one player, if not many more than that, that are going to have genuine concerns about their safety. We have to figure out what that response is to that. It's a tough one. I don't pretend that I have an answer to it yet. But she and Silver, according to the story, will continue to address those questions during the long, slow process ahead, and nothing is officially off the table. Said Roberts, quote, people complain when I hear, I don't know, but there really are no easy answers to these questions. There are tough questions, and it's going to be a tough road getting to wherever we end up. NBA players could be afraid to return to their multi-million dollar sports jobs even with the cocoon of rigorous testing and controls out of fear of this virus well let me just give you a stat of the day and then I'll bring it all home here for you stand back everybody here we go stat of the day the COVID-19 death rate for people ages 18 to 45 in New York City, which was the hardest hit epicenter of the crisis, is only 0.01%. In other words, one one hundredth of one percent. And that's a percentage of confirmed cases, not what we expect is out there. And yet, do you know what percentage of millennials say they are afraid they would die of the virus? 50 Seven percent Behold your stat of the day. I really kind of botched the stinger of that. Harris Poll, 57% millennials say they're afraid they could die of the virus. Actual risk, New York City hardest hit, confirmed cases to people 18 to 45, not even elite athletes. .01%, the likely serological percentage, of deaths in that category is by another factor of 10. Now, I'm not saying, well, wait a minute. What <laughs> let are me, you saying? Let me, let me, let, what am I saying? Thank you. Thank you, Scott. What am I saying here? Here's what I'm saying, and here's what I'm going to say. Fear is a hell of a thing, and we all have it. We all have fears about a lot of different things in life. Some people are deathly afraid of spiders. And some people have inflated fears of things that are never going to happen. I have a family member who works and her husband works and they do quite well and they live within their means. And she, appara- <clears throat> that person apparently, Scott, has a all-consuming fear that they are going to end up broke and lose the house at times. I don't judge, man. I got my own fears. I got my own fears and my own phobias and everything else. Okay? This is remarkable that a Harris poll found that 57% of millennials are actually afraid they could die, and the literal... Uh, actuarial, statistical truth of it is so far off from that, it's staggering. NBA players, even fitter and more well-equipped to handle this, should be even less concerned. Now, I think if you were to actually say, look, you're either coming back or you're going to not get the $12.6 million that you were due this year, that will tend to focus the mind and you'll have to make a decision based on it. And I'm not saying you should just say shut up, get in there and play basketball. But it's a it's a hell of a thing to think about that the NF, the NBA Players Association chief is already saying that despite what will likely be rigorous testing and the most controlled environment they could possibly create, that she thinks there's going to be more than one player who is concerned about their safety. There is no Easy way to confront that. And so I don't know how this is going to play out with leagues when they finally take their foot and step off the curb and say, okay, here we go. Any thoughts on fear, statistics, and professional athletes? Who on the one hand make a lot of money, but on the other hand already have a lot of money. So maybe they, I wonder how many players think, you know what? I'd rather not crawl, claw back a portion of my salary and just fold up the year and we'll go into next year. Hell, if you're a player, Scott, that's on one of the teams that's not going to make the playoffs, you've already made 80% of your money, right? Fair. That's another factor I didn't consider. For half of the league, they've already made most of their money. I forget what the compensation is in the playoffs for NBA players relative to their salary. I bet it's not very much. So, yeah.
0: Quite a jam, <S. <S. <S.> quite a pickle. C.J. McCollum has already gone public, Zabe, saying uh, to Yahoo the other day, I am worried like the rest of the world, but I like that it is optional, and I'm pleased with the caution, structure, and measures the Blazers organization has put in place to ensure the safest What's environment possible. Optional, going
1: optional, going to the facility?
0: Yes. Yeah, because yes, they're voluntary okay. right now. Right, right, yes. right, 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 right. He yeah. says, I get the measures the NBA is taking, but you have to think at some point when there are drastic measures that need to be taken, is it really worth it? Either it's safe or it's not. And he concludes with, "It's and let's just be honest, man, it's not like this will be the first time players got gym access outside of a team's facility. Some people have been working out, if we're being honest. He says the issue is that you can go But there's all these stipulations. You can't use certain stuff, can't do certain stuff. Now they're talking about how you have to be 12 feet away from your strength coach. How are you going to lift 12 feet away from somebody, (laughs)
1: asks (laughs) McCollum. Right. Um, (laughs) That statement, either it's safe or it's not, couldn't be more wishful in its thinking about life and risk and everything else. There is no such thing in life, either it's safe or it's not. Safe is a billion shades of gray. It's a cosmic roll of the dice every time you take a step outside your door and every time you breathe in air, which could have any number of potential unhealthy pathogens. It's an interesting dilemma to burn ourselves into here. I don't know how it's going to work out. The NBA might have to sell hard to its players to come back and mop up the season, or if not to mop up the season, might have to sell them hard on, look, we need to do the playoffs here. There's a lot of money at the, in the league at stake. There was the report you had yesterday, right, Scott, that said the NFL salary cap could go down by $80 million a team?
0: That was uh, so. Breer said that NFL teams stand to lose hundred million dollars neighborhood if uh, if there's no play for the coming season. Shefted. If that happens, yeah, the cap could go down anywhere between thirty and eighty mil. It could be affected by that. Huh.
1: Wow. And of course, football players. Some of them as well are going to be afraid of the virus and contracting it, even though they play a game that on any given Sunday is more frightening than just about any other game we play. Again, fear is a tough thing. We all have our hangups and this is going to be another challenge thrown into the mix on it on the text line three, three Oh 99 Zabe. Definitely welcome into the discussion. Got the update, bottom of the hour at 5 o'clock. We'll talk to a guy who has handled the schedule, or at least has consulted on the NFL schedule over the years, Joe Ferreira. He's consulted a longtime media executive. We'll talk about why some of the games on the NFL schedule, like the Tampa Bay uh, game against the Packers, Tom versus Rodgers, that's an afternoon game. That's the national game on Fox. I thought for sure that would have been a massive Sunday nighter, but apparently it's uh, – It's not. Plus, the Packers' rematch against the Niners' NFC title game is a Thursday night game, which is on Fox. Who gets what, how, what are the carvebacks, et cetera. We'll talk to him about that uh, coming up at 5 o'clock. You're listening to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 and the Team 980 app, also on 99FM in Richmond, 102.7 as well on ESPN Richmond.
0: Now back to the Steve Zabin Show
1: on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. Text line is uh, full of good feedback on this. 330-99-Zabe. From the 301, Zabe, the thinking about it in the shower quote from Jarrah came when he was asked about whether he was considering bringing back Dez Bryant.
0: Ah, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank I you. do
1: remember that now. Thank you, 301. I appreciate that. 979. How many of these same millennials or NBA players have unprotected sex with those thirsty thoughts? T H O T S. You'll have to look that one up on your own on the Urban Dictionary. Their odds of catching an equally deadly STI are equally as high as 0.01%, but there's no me- media fear mongering about those sexual diseases. I. Can you die of an STD or an STI?
0: Uh, if untreated, the... yes. So I really, uh, <laughs> yes.
1: What's the deadliest STD out there? Can gonorrhea kill you? Can crabs kill you? I think. Can the clap kill you? Can syphilis, syphilis kill can you? kill you? Yeah. Thoughts. T h o t s. Yeah. No. Four oh seven. You're saying NBA players. Are bleep and bleeps. P.S. If you smoke a lot of marijuana, that's what that's what happens. Paranoia. Yeah, it can for some. Some people have anxiety issues. Remember, um, Beasley Ricky Williams, right? Oh, uh, uh, Didn't yeah. Did Michael, Michael Beasley?
0: Beasley? I think Michael Beasley. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean unfortunately today's generation being raised on their smartphones have skyrocketing issues skyrocketing percentage of cases of anxiety and everything else and so Kevin
0: Love too by the way Kevin Love's been super outspoken about uh, mental illness and being upfront with it. Right. DeMar DeRozan also I believe.
1: Some people don't like driving across the Bay Bridge. You can get an escort for that. Some prominent media members don't like to fly. I mean, look, it, that you, could, you could tell somebody flying has never been safer. You have far greater chance to die in your car going to the country club than you do of dying in a plane crash. So what are you worried about? And none of that, none of that abates the actual fear. Fear gets seeped, it seeps into your brain, every individual's brain, and sometimes just lodges there and cannot be dislodged no no matter what. I mean, maybe if you have lots and lots of therapy, but yeah. Uh, three one five. It it wasn't Barkley or Jordan or Super Woke LeBron, but Corey COVID that has now convinced me that this generation of ballers are soft? Well, let's not take a couple of guys who have reservations about it and put it across the entire spectrum of NBA players. It's quite possible that 98% of NBA players are chopping at the bit to go play basketball and play the playoffs and get paid whatever they can, but a, a 2% portion of them that say, I don't know, would still translate to a fairly high raw number because of the size of the league. And then you go, oh, my God, there's 17 players that don't want to go back. Uh, This one from the 843, Steve, great stat of the day, the truth sets people free. And I said, but it doesn't set you free. The truth oftentimes are a numerical uh, example of, look, it's fine, does nothing if you have a deep-seated fear. Uh, HIV. Says the 413. (laughs) Duh. Sorry. Didn't even think about that, did I? Dying of an STD. Forgot about the big one, right, Scott? Yes. Yes, yes. Luckily, we got a vaccine for that. So, oh, that's right. We don't. That's another thing with the people that are in the until there's a vaccine crowd. Uh, Someone else said they're worried about bringing it home to their families. Fair worry. That would be a big worry.
0: Right from all from all leagues, big big worry. Read read uh, uh, Mr. Doolittle's uh, wife, Erin Dolan. She's been I active know. on Twitter, going. You, you know, I, I, I'm compromised with. Uh, she's a, a chronic pneumonia sufferer through the. Yeah. You know, and there's lots of people, old, young, family. Yeah. I mean,
1: you don't want to be that guy or that athlete that infects everybody. No. No. You don't. Well, you know, you know how long that fear of bringing it home to your family is going to last years for as long as you know the number of ways you can bring it home to your family infinite whether you're playing baseball professionally for millions of dollars or just semi-retired waiting out your days uh 603 when we return to sports arenas i'm worried that covid will have killed beer snakes valid concern or overblown (laughs) a beer snakes will be banned for sure plus they're disgusting syphilis killed al capone says the 781 uh somebody else says gonorrhea killed al capone well wait can we get a ruling on that which one was it Uh, it was tax evasion actually 860 you're not kidding on the bay bridge zabe i got a buddy who owns a condo on the eastern shore his girlfriend won't go over the bridge and makes him drive up 95 to delaware and then down the coast to get to his place Hashtag fun. Let me get this straight. 860, correct me on this. You're telling me that this guy has a girlfriend who literally won't sit in the passenger seat as they drive over the Bay Bridge? That's what it sounds like to me, doesn't it? She makes him go up 95 to Delaware, then down the coast. That's what it sounds like.
0: That adds some time, I- brother. You know, they, yeah, they drive to Virginia <laughs> Anything Beach, for love, the, uh, right? Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel or something like that. Then come back. That No, that won't work either. We
1: can't do that one. Forget it. It's over water. Hell. Well, what about people that are more afraid of tunnels than bridges? That's, I mean, it's parallel. Tunnel fear, bridge fear. Yes. Tunnel fear, bridge fear. I don't know. I got to take an inventory of my fears. I think I'm pretty good. I'm. I've got them in there. Got anything that come to mind for you? Uh, Sure. Fear of failure. Big one. That's why I go out and
0: fail as often as I can, Save.
1: Hell, get the practice out there, right? Uh-huh. Trust how about, me. Now, no, of about, course, fear of
0: rejection. About, yeah, they're all out there. How about
1: how about fear of, um, you know, irreparable, fatal disease? You know, the fear of the big C. Like, oh, I just know it, you know? Sometimes I would joke to you and Sally about, you know, some little ache, pain, bump, itch, whatever. Right. Being terminal. And I'd pick a random body part, and I'd say it's stage four thumbnail cancer, and you guys would really? recoil, recoil in horror. Right. Because you don't like, do that. Like, come on. What are you, you joking don't about Right. That. Don't say that. to Come on now. And that's, you know what that is to me, Scott? That's a coping mechanism. That's how I kind of cope is I stand up to that fear by joking about something that, you know. Like, I don't think fingernails can get cancerous, but maybe. I don't know. Right. Never know. I know this. This weekend on ESPN and ESPN2 Live Sports, it's the fully compliant social distancing American Cornhole League from Rock Hill, South Carolina. We're back, baby. The road has begun someday when this is all in a rear view mirror and we're like thank god that's over we're gonna say and it was cornhole that led us out of it cornhole saturday it shall ufc 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 tomorrow night (laughs) a pga tour celebrity thing next week right the 17th and then tiger and phil the 24th and then we get into june and if the pga tour goes off as scheduled uh we'll have that as well coming up dmv sports desk with scott lynn all the news shaking this friday afternoon you are listening to the steve Zabin show on the team 980 the dmv sports desk on the team 980
0: and 95.9 FM. with the latest brought to you by auto nation I'm Scott Lynn. AutoNation is open and ready to assist you. Shop online or over the phone, and they'll deliver your vehicle to you. Plus, take advantage of 25% off all service, oil, changes, tires, batteries, and more. Visit AutoNation.com and drive safe. Starts off with the Caps. Team took action following that whole Brendan Leipzig social media mess. Remarks that were leaked on social media were like himself called reprehensible and misogynistic. The team earlier today placed Leipzig, the winger, on unconditional waivers for purposes of terminating his contract. NFL Joe Flacco's out till September 1st, following the agent quarterback. NBA Blazers, Cavs, Kings among those tempting open facilities on a limited basis today Woj reports that where coronavirus testing has become readily available for at-risk healthcare workers, teams opening those voluntary workouts, those facilities for voluntary workouts will be allowed to administer testing to asymptomatic players and staff. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, part of UFC. Great card this weekend. They each made weight for their interim lightweight title bout. Racing schedule adjusted again for NASCAR. It's a season at Richmond, Sonoma, and Chicagoland. NASCAR says you can expect some more schedule in Japan. DMV weather, 59. Showers in Silver Spring. Good chance of rain rest of the way and into the night. Rain until late evening. Low 40s. Turning colder overnight. Windy. Sunny tomorrow. Only 50. Some sun, low to mid-60s for your Mother's Day Sunday. Nobody's really sure what time it is these days. up with the Kevin Sheehan Show, 6 to 9 a.m., Doc and Galdi, 9 to noon. B. Mitch and I kick off the afternoon 12 to 3, and the Zabe Show will drive you home from 3 to 7 on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. More of the Zabe Show on this Friday as we continue live from the 95.9 FM, Team 980 Studios. Zabe, back to you.
1: Thank you, Scott. Pour one out for Peter Schmuck of the Baltimore Sun. He wrote a farewell commentary today. A fond farewell to arms and bats and the greatest sports fans in the world. I never got to meet Peter Schmuck. Maybe I will, uh, even though he is no longer going to write for the Baltimore Sun. But you're talking about a 30-year run of being a very significant uh, voice and reporter on the baseball and sports landscape peter schmuck 30 years that's a hell of a run
0: right there isn't it no doubt brother yes and he's somebody whose name has been synonymous with baseball and baltimore baseball and of course he's got that that oh so famous last name i believe he's at schmuck stop on twitter that's great yes that's him
1: uh, Schmuck writes today, I'm sure I was something of an acquired taste. My introductory column in which I tried to explain that Peter Schmuck was indeed my real name seemed to be well received, but it took some time to be accepted by a sports community that was suspicious of anyone from out of town who wasn't named Johnny or Brooks. Yes. Baltimore is very provincial to be sure. A lot of cities are. The Orioles were coming off the uplifting 1989 why not season. Frank Robinson was the manager. Cal Ripken Jr. was right in the middle of his assault on Lou Gehrig's supposedly unbreakable consecutive games record. Brooks Robinson was an everyday presence in the broadcast booth. Oriole Park at Camden Yards was just beginning to rise south of the Inner Harbor. Life was good. Nearly three decades. Sorry, I just had to let that wash over me. I want the Orioles to be really good and relevant again very badly. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our little sort of thing with Baltimore as a sports town, and, you know, the Ravens' success compared to the Redskins' floundering has exacerbated some of the jealousy and the fact we don't talk much. But given that the Orioles were the major league team of record for most of my adult life until 15 years ago, you just remember all those good feelings of a summer day in Baltimore, and, and the team has to be good. You know, they can't be a walking zombie. Hopefully they'll get better. I have no idea what their uh, forecast is this year. Didn't not get Galdi on next segment. Doesn't look good, though. <laughs> I didn't get around to reading all the uh, season capsules because we still had at the time three weeks of spring training left or at least two weeks of spring training. I'll get to it in a sec. Anyhow, Schmuck writes, some of the great is when Cal overtook the Iron Horse and took his infamous victory lap. The city was bursting with civic pride when Eddie Murray hit his 500th home run on the one-year anniversary of Ripken's Great Night. The Stars could not have been lined up better for this hardcore, hardscrabble baseball town. And then there's the not-so-great, like when the Orioles and White Sox had to play a game with the gates locked and the stands empty five years ago in the wake of the Freddie Gray civil unrest. The nation looked on with a strange combination of curiosity and reproach. It's also been my great privilege to watch the Ravens rise quickly after the franchise arrived in 96 to reach the Super Bowl in just their fifth season and win their second title at the end of Ray Lewis's last ride in 2012. And speaking of memorable rides, all the time I was at Old Hilltop for the Preakness, two of which paved the way for Triple Crown winners, American Pharaoh and Justify, and one which ended with the injury to popular 2006 Kentucky Derby winner, Barbaro. Oh, Barbaro. <laughs> who captured the nation's hearts of racing fans across the nation before dying months later as the result of that breakdown. Yep, I do remember it all. Good times. Peter Schmuck, congratulations on a great career. And... Uh, Good luck in whatever the next chapter is, and hopefully I'll get to meet him at some point. Cord cutting explodes in quarter 1 as pay TV sector delivers worst ever losses. Did I say quarter 1? Yes, I did. You did. When is the bulk of the coronavirus effect going to take place? Quarter 2. It's apparently going to get worse in Q2 as the economic fallout takes a deeper bite the combination of high prices amid the backdrop of record unemployment as well as the loss of live sports fueled an overall drop of 1.8 million pay tv subscribers per estimates of the wall street journal and analyst firm moffett nathanson that translates into an annual rate of decline of 7.6 percent the fastest shrinkage of the sector on record shrinkage, shrinkage jerry shrinkage I uh, still pay for cable TV or not cable I pay for satellite way too much as everybody knows same I was thinking about well it's possible can I th- what would I mean if I could get the internet up here get the internet a little bit more robust it'd be feasible I think have you guys thought about cutting it no,
0: no not even a little bit not because even a
1: tiny teeny bit
0: just because you it, or is it, it
1: sonia who's like i want to turn it on and go to what no. i want to go to okay um why I, i've got that
0: one roku tv that i tell you about and i have an over the air hd antenna we're just we're bundled. We're bundled with Wi-Fi. We're bundled with house phone, which right. you like us. We're one of the of a dying dinosaur breed <laughs> with a an actual landline. All that stuff's right. folded in together, and you know then there's a separate bill through Verizon that has the the cell phones. But everything is all bundled
1: together. I'm lazy. I think that's the answer, Abe. Lazy. There you go. Yeah, well that's fine. But you're right. It's all bundled in. Hell, with a lot of these providers. They're going to give you internet, maybe phone, and they'll just throw the TV in for free, mm-hmm. just because. Like, why not just have it? That's uh, you. You think about you know the everyone's getting hit hard, but you think about the the perfect storm of oh man, bundled cable, bundled satellite, with the loss of sports and the economic times, and the already existing trend to go with less and less. I mean, it's it's tough. The whole. The whole landscape as it once was is definitely falling apart. All right. A quick text here. uh, 414 in the the immortal words of Eddie Murphy, herpes, Abe, you keep that forever like luggage, but it doesn't (laughs) kill you. (laughs) Uh, 517, many STDs left untreated can lead to one's demise. Fortunately, if caught early, many of them can be treated without mortality. All right. Yes, true. Yeah, don't take STDs like they're nothing. The highest-paid NBA players make over $400,000 per game. The average grocery store worker gets 10, du- 10 bucks an hour. The NBA needs to get over itself. I would agree, but as I said, fear is a very personal thing, and it's deeply held, and they're going to have to navigate that themselves. Coming up, the Daily Zabe, all the news that matters to me beyond the world of sports. That's next. Now, it's the news that matters to Zabe. Step right up. Step right up. Oh, it's a subject
0: matter I'm sure you're familiar with. Whether it matters to you or not. All that matters is
1: power.
0: This, this is the Daily Zay. Brace yourselves, America, for some potential
1: mind-blowing news. On the Team 980 and the team 980com Daily Zay brought to you by Healthnetics. Order yours today and get 100% money-back guarantee to back your purchase and 20% off by using promo code TEAM. That's T-E-A-M. Dateline. The courtroom, you. good news, Scott, your free Lori Laughlin T-shirt is still active. Yay. She apparently is still on the hook in this case. She tried to get the case thrown out because of prosecutorial misconduct, but a federal judge today said he is not going to throw out the charges against the couple and other wealthy parents accused of cheating to get their kids into their dream schools. I'll be wearing it all weekend. Judge Nathaniel Gorton rejected arguments that the FBI had fabricated evidence that Laughlin and Giannulli remained scheduled to go to trial in October. Although, you'd wonder about what's the schedule of the court's given this disruption, but okay, we'll see. Prosecutors contended they never pressured Singer to lie and that it's him only to be more explicit about the donations being bribes when speaking with new clients love for that case to be televised. I don't think it's going to be there. Dateline. Full sell. Dateline, Los Angeles. Vanessa Bryant is taking legal action over the release of unauthorized photos of her husband's fatal helicopter crash Come taken by the this. L.A. County Sheriff's Department. She filed a legal claim that seeks for emotional distress and mental anguish damages after eight L.A. County Sheriff's Department deputies took graphic photos of her husband's crash scene and shared them with unauthorized people. She claimed the photos were taken and distributed even after she spoke to Sheriff Alex Villanueva on the morning of the crash to request that they handle the crash site with privacy and mind. I don't know legally about how that works, but we'll find out. She's suing about it. It's unfortunate that it happened, but I don't know. Dateline. Baby names. Elon Musk and his girlfriend Grimes still can't agree on pronunciation of their new son X A E
0: 12, Yeah, with the minus. They agreed sign. The on the name.
1: They agreed on the name, but they can't agree on the pronunciation. Mazel, mazel.
0: Mazel, mazel.
1: So, what do they go?
0: Does one want to say Steve and the other one want to say Mitch? How do you read
1: that? The new mom, her name is her stage name is Grimes. Yes. Real name Clarice Claire Elise Boucher. Correct. Previously explained that A E is the Elvin spelling for Al Elvin, Scott, like L. Like Elf. Right. Who who's doing this? A woman named Grimes, who's a musician Gosh. from Canada. Married to an eccentric billionaire rocket guy. That's who who's been married three times before, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she says that the AE is shorthand AL, which is shorthand for or no, I'm sorry, AI, shorthand for artificial intelligence. We're talking about Musk, however, told practice. podcast host Joe Rogan that the AE should be pronounced ash. Okay, while crediting his girlfriend for coming up with the bulk of the moniker he says, yeah, she's great at names about the 48-year-old, or said the 48-year-old CEO of SpaceX. I mean, it's just X, the letter X, Musk said, when asked how to pronounce the name. X and then Ash, then A-12. A-12 is my contribution. Thanks. Uh, okay. Uh, this child is the couple's first. Together, Musk shares five children, twins Griffin and Xavier and triplets Damien and Saxon and Kai, with ex-writer, uh, ex-wife writer Justine Musk. Those are decent names: Griffin, Xavier, Damien, Saxon, Kai, and ex-ash-a-12. X Ash A Twelve. Great! Yay! Yeah. I think I read a it? story that said uh, that the Department of Records would not allow that name because I guess Step they don't up. record. <laughs> I guess they don't record Elvin names like an a e smashed together yeah sound effects either Day- Dayline petri dishes that's what they called sundance the film festival in the uh, rocky mountains is where a lot of people get rocky mountain fever they kind of don't feel good after going up uh you know to high elevations and they you know they say that people tend to get sick attendees of the film festival But they got more sick this year in January, and some are perhaps surmising that this could have been the first little outbreak of COVID-19. No proof of this just yet, but there might be some people getting tested who are sick that find out they had the antibodies, and then bing, bang, boom, you connect the dots and go from there. Dateline, China. In Park City, Utah, by the way, not Colorado. Utah. Utah. Thank you. Thank you. Not Denver. Dateline, Shanghai. Walt Disney's Park in China is reopening Monday after a three month closure because of the pandemic and tickets sold out instantly. Sure, of course. The park's 30, ever been. They're at thirty yeah, clean as the park's ever been. They're at thirty percent capacity, and they are going to have measures in place like required mask wearing, more frequent cleaning, and temperature checks. So Apple stores are apparently going to open in some states this weekend around the country. So you can go run and get your latest iPhone, I guess, if you need another iPhone. Get a receipt, buddy, for whatever you get. line conspiracy theories. Social media networks are scrambling to remove a video of a documentary called Plandemic that purports to show that this whole thing had been in the works for a while now involving some people that, well, are connected to epidemiology and the Gates Foundation, et cetera, et cetera. It's been taken off. I think YouTube once already. Other networks like Facebook are trying to ban it. I just think this is counterproductive because once you ban something, people are like, oh, my God, i got to go watch that. Got to have it. Exactly. You
0: create that sort of culture. Amen, brother. And
1: because people see me as a guy with opinions, shocker. They're like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? I have not seen it. I've read recaps of it. My sense is it's like all such films or documentaries. It's a, it's a mishmash of some things that are absolutely true, real stretches to connect the dots, perhaps an angle or an axe to grind with someone who is in the movie or film. Uh, with perhaps some colorful anecdotes that sort of flesh out the in-between. The truthiness of it, I mean, this is true of any documentary. Every documentary is going to have angles. It's going to have things they leave out. The stuff that is left out, the countervailing arguments that might debunk point A, B, or C, is true of any documentary, no matter if you're Ken Burns, Michael Moore, the guy that's done the Jordan documentary, or this. But, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. You watch it. Come back to me with a book report. Uh,
0: I don't know if I want to. It was trending yesterday on
1: Twitter. I can tell you that. Yeah. Dayline San Antonio. Apparently things are slow down there, so they had time with the San Antonio City Council to pass a resolution, or at least promote a resolution. I don't know if it's passed yet. To ban the terms Chinese virus and Kung Fu virus as hate speech. And that all persons are encouraged to report any such anti-Semitic, discriminatory, or racist incidents to the proper authorities for investigation. I don't know why they would call that anti-Semitic, but okay. Unless
0: they looped it all in and they, you know, it's, it sounds like a blanket ban on a lot of hate speech. But what know, if they, you were to
1: refer to the 1968 Hong Kong flu, which was a documented thing that killed something like 110,000? back in 68 into 69. Is that are they going to retroactively say, "But, can't say that either." I oh, don't know. Sticky slope all this censorship and political correctness. Joey Molinaro has a great one-liner tweet in the wake of the schedule release. Man believes favorite team has real shot at 12 and 4 after schedule release. Win 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 bye. That's perfect. I think we've got a real shot at this. <laughs> well said, my friend. Well said. All right, coming up, we'll get on record, Scott. You and I win, loss, win, win, loss, win, loss. We'll go through the Redskins schedule game by game, week by week, point out where the opportunities are, where the hard games are, what could be the wild cards, what could be the 50-50 games. And we'll also talk with Joe Ferreira, consultant for the NFL, longtime media exec, on just how they put this thing together and uh, what goes into it? What networks get first dibs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Stay with us. Five o'clock hour on the Steve Zabin Show, straight out.